The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Justin Trudeau and his repeating his non-apology for, quote, standing up for jobs in SNC in the SNC-Lavalin affair during an event in Fredericton this morning. Trudeau reiterated that he accepts Wednesday's damning report from the Federal Ethics Commissioner and takes full responsibility for what happened. I'm not going to apologize for standing up for Canadians' jobs because that's my job, to make sure that Canadians and communities and pensioners and families across the country uh, are supported, and that's what I will always do. Uh, I disagree agree with uh, the uh, ethics commissioner's conclusions, but he is an officer of parliament who's doing his job, and I fully accept his report, uh, which means I take full responsibility and also means that we're going to be moving forward with the recommendations made uh, in the McClellan expert report uh, to make sure that this government and no future government uh, gets in this situation uh, ever again. So these sentiments I'm seeing a lot of on social media talking about that he's taking responsibility, but he's not apologizing. And that's that's where people are seemingly getting hung up on things. A law professor and former judge Mary Ellen Terpel-Lafont testified in front of the Justice Committee on the SNC-Lavalin affair in the spring. She's expressing her concern over the Prime Minister's response to the report from the Ethics Commissioner that found he had improperly pressured, as you no, Jody Wilson-Raybould to grant SNC-Lavalin a deferred prosecution agreement. She says the Ethics Commissioner findings were unequivocal. He was very clear that every defense that the Prime Minister's office put forward, which mostly consisted of attacking, continuing to attack the former Justice Minister's integrity, was unfounded. And the Ethics Commissioner said very clearly that when um, the Attorney General is acting as the Chief Prosecutor of Canada and has made a decision... It is inappropriate to continue to harangue and to push her and to unleash her officials to continue to persuade her or to find some sort of secret path to persuade her, such as engaging former Supreme Court judges and so forth. So um, the response today was very disappointing from the Prime Minister and certainly didn't rise to the level that one would expect for you know, for a very significant democracy like Canada, we need to do better on these issues. And she went on to say that the response to Jody Wilson-Raybould's allegations was part of what she found so troubling about the Prime Minister's response to the scandal. Instead of dealing with the substance, which was that the Attorney General was absolutely right to create a boundary and to refuse to engage with them, instead of dealing with that appropriately, what they did was attacked, um, you know, Miss Wilson-Raybould And they demeaned her and they tried to suggest that she had personal characteristics that meant that she was incompetent or incapable of doing her job. And time now to welcome Pierre Palievre, Shadow Minister of Finance and MP for Carleton to the show. Let's just just start off with your thoughts on everything thus far. Now uh, the the guilty verdict has has fallen on the Prime Minister uh, and confirmed uh, that everything Jody Wilson-Raybould said from the outset was true. Mr. Polyevra, do you have concerns about the fact that despite the results of this investigation and this report, that there is no sort of penalty or, or, or any sort of punishment for, for what the Prime Minister may have done here? Well, I think the penalty uh, will have to come on Election Day. Uh, yesterday, the Ethics Commissioner delivered the guilty verdict, but the Canadian voters will have to deliver the sentence. And I believe the sentence should be banishment from the prime minister's office. They should, uh, voters should send not only Trudeau, but to his lackeys like Amarjeet Sohi, uh, packing. 
uh, and elect uh, a government that will be accountable to the people and that will respect that there is one rule of law for everyone, not two sets of rules, one for the people and another for the powerful. I suspect I may know your answer already to this question, but your thoughts on what some are calling a non-apology for when he says, Trudeau says he's standing up for jobs in the SNC-Lavalin affair. Well, the jobs claim is a lie. Um, SNC-Lavalin's jobs in Canada are almost entirely linked to construction projects that require the work be done here in the country. So, for example, SNC-Lavalin is going to be building a rail project in Ottawa. Well, that has to be built here in the city of Ottawa. It can't be moved. You can't build a rail transit project in Beijing or New York City and then drop it from a helicopter. The work has to be done here. The same goes for SNC's jobs in the oil sands and, and elsewhere. Those jobs can only stay in Canada and therefore they are not at risk uh, as a result of this prosecution. Uh, Trudeau is simply making that jobs claim to distract from the real motive for his interference, which is to help a powerful liberal-linked corporation that gave $100,000 of illegal money to the Liberal Party, and a company that has uh, a swarm of lobbyists influencing the government. Uh, He was standing up for powerful friends. He was not standing up for jobs. With every government, there seems to be moments of concern from the public, Mr. Paliev, whether it's, whether it's Justin Trudeau, Stephen Harper, we can go back years and years and years here. Uh, what makes this stand out to you over other concerns from the public in the past? Well, Justin Trudeau is the first prime minister in Canadian history to be found guilty of breaking an ethics law. In fact, in Trudeau's case, he's broken five different sections of the ethics act. Uh, If you combine the guilty findings uh, yesterday with those that that came out with regards to his illegal vacation to the Aga Khan's billionaire island. Um, We've never before in Canadian history seen a prime minister try to get involved in a criminal trial to set aside charges on a powerful corporation or to do anything for that matter. Uh, Prime minister's of of the past have accepted that they have no role in the courtroom, that uh, trials are for judges and lawyers, not for politicians and prime ministers. So that, too, uh, is a first. Um, So those are just two examples of unprecedented uh, um, actions by a prime minister that we've seen in this case. So how can you reassure us that something like this or something similar to this uh, would not happen going forward with a conservative government? Well, we, you know, we introduced the Federal Accountability Act when conservatives were last in office. In fact, that act was the very reason why Trudeau got caught uh, interfering in this trial. It, it created a, a separate director of public prosecutions who had the independent autonomy to decide on how to proceed uh, with uh, prosecutions of federal offenses. Uh, before that role was buried in the office of the uh, attorney general and much more susceptible to secretive manipulation by powerful members of the government. So that that change uh, came because of Stephen Harper. And uh, if that change had not occurred, then we probably would never have found out about the behind the scenes uh, prime ministerial manipulation. Uh, We didn't run a perfect government, but we sure as heck have not had uh, a scandal of this magnitude um, 
uh, in the past, and we pledge accountable government in the future. Mr. Polievre, I have a clip that I'd like you to respond to. It's of the Prime Minister saying he accepts the report, but talking about how he disagrees on the issue of contact with the Attorney General being improper. I'm going to play it just for a second, then we'll head back to you. My job as a Prime Minister is to stand up for Canadians and defend their interests. And uh, yes, it is essential that we do that in a way that defends our institutions, that upholds prosecutorial independence. But we need to be able to talk about the impacts on Canadians right across the country of decisions being made. All right, back to you. Well, again, the Prime Minister is stating a falsehood. The, the Ethics Commissioner did not say that the Prime Minister can't talk to the Attorney General. He said that the Prime Minister cannot inappropriately influence the Attorney General. And the distinction is that Trudeau tried to use intimidation tactics. He sent his, the clerk of the Privy Council to call the Attorney General and effectively make clear that she would be fired if she did not grant a deal to SNC-Lavalin. He ultimately did fire her because she refused to do so. Uh, and it was in using his authority to put undue pressure on her that he violated Section 9 of the Ethics Act. So when he characterizes the position of the Ethics Commissioner that, oh, he, you know, that he had suggested the Prime Minister can't even talk to the Attorney General, that's not what he said. It's not what he found. And the Prime Minister is once again stating falsehoods, either knowingly or because somebody else put those falsehoods in his mouth. What is your level of concern now that the Liberal Party has decided to bring back in Gerald Butts as a strategist going forward with the upcoming election? Gerald Butts is the PMO puppet master uh, who pulls the strings on Justin Trudeau. He was named, Butts was named multiple times in the ethics commissioner's uh, verdict yesterday. Uh, and uh, he was one of the ringleaders in uh, this scandal uh, who uh, or, or, or helped orchestrate the attempt to shelve the charges into SNC-Lavalin. He resigned because of his disgraceful conduct, uh, and yet somehow the Prime Minister uh, thinks that he should be brought back less than a year after he left. Still don't know how much Gerald Butts got in the form of a severance when he left uh, the Prime Minister's office. Uh, and if he's now being paid by some other force, uh, some other source. Uh, but uh, but but uh, frankly, I think it shows the prime minister uh, is totally out of touch and that he doesn't believe that he should be held accountable for his illegal conduct, uh, for the prime minister's illegal conduct in this scandal. You can either answer this with your personal opinion or maybe the opinion of the Conservative Party of Canada. Uh, what is the thoughts? What are the thoughts about Jody Wilson-Raybould and her decision months ago to come forward with this? She's been completely vindicated. Um, I might not be the same political background as Miss Wilson-Raybould, but I have to admire the enormous courage she demonstrated when she went before that parliamentary committee and laid out fact after fact after fact. And then she withstood uh, the racist and sexist attacks by liberal insiders at the highest level. The Prime Minister's office then called uh, media um, and badmouthed her and accused her of all kinds of 
uh, crazy things in order to punish her for uh, having told the truth. And they, the prime minister effectively accused her of lying. Well, we now know that everything Jody Wilson-Raybould said was true and everything Justin Trudeau said was false. I have another clip to, pay, to play for you about the buck stops of the Prime Minister. That was a quote I believe uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said yesterday. Let's give it a listen. The buck stops with the Prime Minister, uh, and I assume responsibility for uh, everything that happened in my office. Uh, this is important uh, because I truly feel that uh, what happened over the past year uh, shouldn't have happened. So he's, he's saying it's, it's all him, it's all on him. Your thoughts on that, sir? Well, he admits that it shouldn't have happened. Why hasn't he apologized for making it happen? And if he really believes in responsibility, will he send his MPs to the Ethics Committee next week, which is going to meet and hold hearings in this matter? And will he use his majority to allow those hearings to occur? Or will he do as he did before, which is to use his majority to shut down the parliamentary committees that looked into these matters? Uh, Trudeau and his government deprived the Ethics Commissioner of documents. Uh, Nine witnesses told the Ethics Commissioner that that the Prime Minister had forbade them from telling their full story. Uh, If he really takes responsibility and he's got nothing more to hide, then he'll allow the Ethics Committee to do its work and unearth the remaining unsolved mysteries in this case. And so that Canadians know exactly what he and his team did before Canadians vote in the October election. All right, that is the voice of Pierre Polievre, Shadow Minister of Finance and MP for Carleton. Thanks for taking the time to chat with us. Good to be with you. I think Brad Whisker and I had an inkling on the stance Pierre Polievre, Shadow Minister of Finance and MP for Carleton, was going to take on the SNC-Lavalin scandal. But we want to hear from, from some other voices as well. Foreign Affairs Minister Christia Freeland, she won't say whether Prime Minister Justin Trudeau should apologize for breaking Canada's ethics laws through his actions in the SNC-Lavalin affair. But in Nova Scotia today, Freeland said yesterday's report on the affair by the country's ethics watchdog is a tribute to Canada's democratic institutions. We have an impartial and independent commissioner who was able to and in fact charged with the responsibility of investigating our own government and issuing an independent and public report into his findings. Uh, And that's something that we as Canadians should really appreciate. And federal conservative leader Andrew Scheer spoke to reporters in New Brunswick where he was asked about the prime minister's second non-apology today. I'm not surprised. He's refused to take responsibility for his interference in a court case, in a criminal court case right from the beginning. And his excuse is completely phony. Uh, We know this wasn't uh, motivated by jobs. Uh, The uh, ethics commissioner looked into that. The liberal government didn't even do an analysis on that. We've got SNC-Lavalin itself saying that they never raised the issue of jobs. This is a corruption scandal that Justin Trudeau is at the very center of. He needs to take responsibility. It's clear he won't, but Canadians have an opportunity to hold him responsible on October 21st. And Trudeau is repeating he's this is his go-to election campaign message on the whole affair. He's not about to apologize for what he calls standing up for Canadian jobs. He was in an event in Fredericton this morning and he reiterated that he accepts yesterday's damning report from the Federal Ethics Commissioner and takes full responsibility for what happened. I disagree with uh, the uh, Ethics Commissioner 
commissioner's conclusions, but he is an officer of parliament who's doing his job, and I fully accept his report, uh, which means I take full responsibility and also means that we're going to be moving forward with the recommendations made uh, in the McClellan expert report uh, to make sure that this government and no future government uh, gets in this situation uh, ever again. We'll keep you posted on this story as it continues to develop with all of the various voices weighing in on a contentious issue.